Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. What is going on? This is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. No matter where you're listening, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, thank you so much for tuning in. You can also listen by visiting groupexperience.com, the official home of the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast. Make sure to follow Destinations Beyond Expectations and Group Experience on social media. And if you don't mind rating and reviewing the podcast when you get a chance, that would be greatly appreciated. Are you looking to hit the high seas and take a cruise on your next vacation? With plenty of rock star experiences, delicious dining options, and other fun excursions, a Virgin Voyages cruise might be your next bet to have an insanely fun ocean getaway. Travel advisor and friend of the show, Miranda Haley from Adventures by Miranda, joins the show today, and she gives us the inside scoop on the Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady ship, which just began sailing out of Miami this past October. Miranda actually already took a cruise on the Scarlet Lady, so the information she's sharing is based on her actual experience on the cruise, which I think is awesome. Be sure to check the show notes where you'll find a link to find out more about Miranda and how she can help you travel. But now, let's get to the show so we can learn all about the brand new, high-tech, rockstar lifestyle Virgin Voyages Cruise. Miranda, welcome back to Destinations Beyond Expectations. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me back. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show. And I'm so glad you're here because you recently took a... Uh, a great cruise, um, you got to experience the Virgin Voyages. Uh, Tell me about that experience. I guess let's start here. What is Virgin Voyages? Tell me about that whole brand, the concept, um, everything associated with that. It was phenomenal. Okay, so I was on the Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady uh, just last month in October. So Virgin Voyages It's part of the Virgin brand, so Richard Branson. It's adults only. Richard Branson never wanted to go on a cruise. He said that they thought that they were for old fogies and it was not his style. So if he was going to do a cruise, it was going to be in his style. So it's very much like that. It's this rock star lifestyle, um, like I said, adults only. You get um, a feel of like exclusivity, a behind the scenes special it's it's very different than any other cruise i loved it i was not a big fan of cruising because of certain things like large mass dining times that's not on this ship there's a lot of things that you see in traditional cruising that you don't see on this ship does that explain it a little bit oh yeah that's that's uh, definitely helpful and i guess remind me this where did you actually leave from And where else are Virgin Voyages uh, around the world right now? So I sailed out of the port of Miami. So all the Caribbean ones are going to be out of the port there. They have a new terminal there, which is in theme. They are also going to be cruising out of Barcelona. That's their newest ship, the Valiant Lady. They've got two more coming later. You're going to see Mediterranean and um, some UK cruises. Perfect. Um, let's get into the, like the uh, the experience of the cruise. So, what happens, I guess, prior to getting on the ship? Uh, what's that experience like? Okay, 
So this is everything that you're going to see on this ship. You're going to see like some of the latest technology. Think of it like cruising of the future. You're seeing a glimpse into cruising of the future here. So before you ever even step on this ship, there's the app. You want to download the app. You can see everything about your cruise. Um, this is where you're going to book your dining reservations, your excursions. Um, everything is going to function through this app. So get to know your app really well. That's the first thing. Through your app, you're going to order your C-band. Every guest gets a C-band. And I call them Grown Folks Magic Band. So if you're familiar with the Disney Magic Band, this works the same way. Um, it's linked to a credit card. It taps you into embarkation, um, your room. You tap it in for your excursions. Um, when you're doing your shopping on board, um, to cover your bar tab, if you've pre-purchased your bar tab, it'll be linked to that. Or if you are purchasing as you, as you go, that'll be linked to your credit card again. For any of the fitness classes or workshops, um, any of that sort of thing you're gonna use this to tap in. So you get that right off the rip. And it's going to come on the back, it's gonna have your name on it. I'm gonna go ahead and tell people there have been some issues with these. Some of them will break. If you get one in the mail and it is broken, do not freak out, they've got extras and they'll set you up with those. So that's prior to embarkation. You don't have to do a test at home. You are going to upload your vaccine card and all of that. And then when you get to the terminal, you're going to do your COVID testing, which is done by a third party, but covered by Virgin Voyages. And how does that process go? Is it, has, was it pretty smooth for you? You know, it, it took a little while, but I think that everybody needs to keep in mind, it's going to take longer than traditional embarkation because you're waiting on a rapid COVID test. So it took a little while. I think they're working out the kinks. I was at the old terminal, which um, it was like an old carnival terminal that they're using just while they're waiting for their terminal right next door. Um, I think once they're in their own terminal, it's going to be a little smoother. But um, you went in, you did your testing, everything was socially distanced. Um, it was very easy. Then you go into a lounge and you wait for an email that has your test results. If you fail your COVID test, you cannot unfortunately embark, nor can anyone in your travel party. So just FYI. There were a few, but there weren't many. Um, and like one of them was, there was a lady who had had one of her COVID shots, but not the other. You have to have both. And then, you know, a certain number of weeks after that is when you are considered eligible. Um, so just have all of that documentation in order and be prepared. And again, that's all on the app. It's so easy to use. Um, you check your baggage here before you go in. It came right to our room. It was there when we got there. But I would say keep your carry-on with you because as more and more people return to cruising and these get busier, it may take them a few hours to get your bag to your room. So I recommend having your swimsuit, your toiletries, um, maybe that evening's outfit ready in your carry-on so that you don't have to worry about when your other checked luggage will show up. But like I said, it was in our room before we got there. It was already. So if you do pass your test, then everything's great. You go, you tap into with your, um, I keep wanting to call it a magic band, your C band. And um, if you need another one, if yours is broken, you get it at this point. 
and then you go straight in and straight to your cabin. It was very easy. Let's talk about those cabins a little bit. Um, what are the different options of cabins? What was your cabin like? Um, let's just talk about that. So they're kind of famous at this point for having so many balcony um, rooms available. A lot more than most other ships. So I had the sea terrace with the balcony, kind of your middle of the range or upper range. Um, there's one size bigger than this, which is the sea terrace XL. Then you move into your rock star suites. And we'll talk about those. But down below there, there are interior cabins. And there are also single person interior cabins, which is kind of a novelty. I met some people who were staying in those and they said that they were roomy and lovely. I am claustrophobic. I had to have a balcony. And the balcony was amazing. So when you walk into the room, it is very minimalist. And when I had looked at the pictures, I was going with a girlfriend of mine and she and I were both extremely concerned about where we were going to fit all of our stuff in this room. We did not even use all the storage space. It is such a minimal design that you don't really notice how much storage space that there is. Um, the real highlight of this room is the balcony they call it their sea terrace and the curtains that open everything's controlled by an ipad you walk in the room you flip on your lights or whatever the curtains part and you see out to sea it's gorgeous they have these sort of like ombre curtains that are sheer that see through so you kind of always have this very romantic lighting in your room but with that in mind on this iPad, you have like six or seven different lighting options. Um, there was one for, you know, taking selfies. Um, there was a Zen one. There was one that was like kind of ocean themed and very blue and tranquil. Um, but you can control everything through that iPad. The curtains opening, your TV, um, ordering things to your room, everything. It was fantastic. The other highlight of this room is their bedding configuration. So I went with a girlfriend of mine. We didn't really want a queen bed and it's actually able to split apart. So it was kind of in an L shape for us. And if we wanted it returned to a bed or if we wanted it turned into like a couch seating option, we could put in a request for that and it would be done when we got back to our room in the afternoon. So that was pretty cool. The best part of the room, if you get the sea terrace, is the hammock. They have these red hammocks on there, which there's a whole backstory to this, and I'll try and keep it brief. But part of the reason that I love this brand is all the little things that they do that are for conservation, um, green initiatives, or just generally helping the world be a better place. And just with their hammocks, like they've found this very small company that was offering out of, I think it was like Malaysia or Indonesia. It was a formerly nomadic tribe that could no longer be nomadic or support themselves. And they were in kind of a crisis. And this nonprofit came along, helped them market their weaving skills by making hammocks. Virgin comes along and puts in an order for all of their ships, which was absolutely life-changing for this community. And it's an awesome hammock. So I love that story. There's something like that everywhere you turn on this ship. Even, I'm, we'll get to it. There's so many things like that. This hammock is amazing. 
there were not enough hours in the day or night to just sit out on the balcony in this hammock. It was really lovely. My friend and I were like on a schedule taking turns with this. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Now, you have brought up the word rock star and you talked about the rock star suites. Um, I guess let's talk a little bit about how the the phrase or the term rock star is kind of woven into the whole experience of the cruise. Okay, so Richard Branson, Virgin Voyages, Virgin Records, he's got his, I mean, he's rock and roll legend. He's the godfather. He's the coolest person on the planet. So, of course, his ship is going to be very, very cool. And this lifestyle is an option that you can buy into on this ship. You can purchase one of the Rockstar Suites. And it starts from the minute you get there. When you go through embarkation, you don't go to the lobby with the rest of us. You have a green room just like you would if you were a rock star. When you're in your green room, you meet with your agent. And this is your personal agent who is going to give you whatever excursions you want that you haven't already booked. Oh, you like green gummy bears? There's a sack of them in your room every day. You want X, Y, and Z stocked in your bar, it will be there. Uh, You like this kind of music, then they're going to have vinyl records there ready for you with the the record player. Wow. Um, Your spa appointments, anything like that, they're going to get that taken care of. You get that lifestyle. They've got really cool suites and there is a range. Um, I went into one of them and it was like a larger, expanded, swankier version of the sea terrace. I would say the bed was nicer. There was, I mean, there was much larger. The bathroom was a lot larger. There were some really cool elements in there, larger balcony, but it was the service. I mean, like they have, you know, rock star bathrobes. They've got, you know, on their iPad where they can get straight through to their agent. Um, and get whatever it is that they want delivered. And like I said, there are various sizes of these um, suites. There is one suite that has a table, and the table is not for eating. It is for dancing because that's what rock stars do. These, I mean, you can get a guitar in your room. You have to go online and look at the pictures of some of these rock star suites. They don't look like they belong on a ship. They look like they belong at like the coolest, hippest tower in New York City. They are awesome. There was a party that we were at where one of the guys, and I think he was like in the mega suite, he was going around handing out the glow wands for the party. After he passed them out, he's up on the balcony. He has his iPad and he's sitting here. He's going, okay, make all the wands go blue. All right, now make them flash. Now make them go pink. Now make them go back to blue. It was amazing. They could walk into a bar and make it rain champagne with a card that they have. It's a whole lifestyle. They have their own VIP area with a hot tub where entertainment comes to them. You get to be a rock star for a week. You don't really have another chance in life to do that. It's really interesting. Yeah, that sounds like an absolutely just incredible experience. Um, Now, me, I love whenever I go on a cruise, one of the first things I think about is food. What's the food going to be like? I love food. What was the food and beverage like, you know, seen like uh, on your experience with Virgin Voyages? 
This is the cruise for foodies. Cruises typically have pretty good food, but I mean, I met some other travel agents that were cruising while I was there who have been selling cruises for 30 years. They've been on every single cruise ship and they said this is the best food that they've had on a cruise ship. I think that the reason for that is twofold. There is no mass dining hall where they are trying to feed 2,000 people at a time. Instead, it's small eateries. On the Scarlet Lady, there's six of them. And when when I say eateries, I was not expecting the level of restaurant that I encountered when I got there. It's not like an eatery like, you know, you're going to stop in for lunch. These are really nice restaurants. The menus are designed by Michelin chefs, really famous Michelin chefs that are just absolutely incredible. They get a free hand to do some experimental stuff. Every restaurant is themed differently. They are all absolutely stunning. They all have their own dedicated staff. They all have their own GM. So it's a very small, intimate experience. And you really see that reflected in the quality of the food and of the service. Um, I was at one of my dining experiences at the Test Kitchen, which was incredible. It is It is for the adventurous. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it is some weird stuff. It is a test kitchen experience on a ship. It was amazing. I had a waiter positioned behind me the entire time. I could not take a sip of water before it was refilled. Um, There was a guy that I was talking to later, and we were talking about how we'd both been to that restaurant, how incredible it was. He used to be a GM of a very very high-end restaurant. He said while he was eating there, he dropped his napkin and he told his partner, he was like, start your stopwatch. And he said it was less than 16 seconds before the GM who had seen it happen had a new one in his lap. And he said if he had not been looking for it, he would have never even felt it happen. Wow. Yes. Stellar experience. One of the restaurants, the wake that we went to, which is at the back of the ship, which has just these huge, gorgeous windows looking out over the wake. Um, all the wood paneling and beautiful chandeliers is a little art deco. It's like um, steak and seafood. That kitchen staff is all required to have Michelin restaurant experience. And it's reflected everywhere we went was great. But it's not just the restaurants. There's also a galley, which is sort of like a buffet, but it's not. Think of it like permanent food trucks, very small stations, all in one area. So there was like a breakfast bar that was all day and all night. It was amazing. Such good food. Um, there was, of course, a taco stand. There was sushi. Um, all these different little things. You sit down. There's a QR code on a coaster at the table. You tap that. You see the menu. Someone will come over and take your order, and you can get however much you want from as many different stations. They'll bring it to you. There's also all throughout the ship, there's different little what I would consider kind of like a lounge or eatery where they would have like tapas style sorts of things. The food was fantastic. Some of the best food I've had in my life. I was um, after a couple of the restaurants, I was sending messages to a friend of mine who does work in Michelin star restaurants and sending him pictures of the menu and the food and talking about it. And he does not like cruising has no interest in cruising and wants me to book him on this cruise now just so he can come and experience some of this food because he knew all of these chefs that that have designed these menus. He's heard of all of them. 
So like I'm telling you, if you've got a foodie in your life, this is the perfect cruise for them. Um, Was there any particular meal that jumped out to you that you just, you really enjoyed? Yes. There's a Italian restaurant, and of course, Extra Virgin. That's what it's called, Extra Virgin. They have the most incredible gnocchi I have ever had in my life. It was, um, everything there was amazing. Um, I mean, this tastes like you're eating at an Italian restaurant in Italy. It is so authentic. Um, the girlfriend that went with me, she studied abroad in Italy. She said it was amazing, super authentic. The staff was amazing. They were all great. Um, Pink Agave is um, like a modern Mexican restaurant. You have to get the chocolate tacos. I got so excited to find out that I am living in a world where there are chocolate tacos. They were incredible. The best margaritas, just amazing. It was really, it was, again, it was a very high-end experience. This was not like when I go down the street to Los Reyes. It was completely different. Um, Every meal that we had was amazing. It was so hard. Um, My friend and I both have said, like, we now have a bucket list we're going back and there were so many things that we wanted to try and we gave it our best effort and we still didn't get to all of it. Oh, and the other one, there is a lounge at the very back of the ship that overlooks the wake. It's very Mediterranean style, very blue and white and just gorgeous. And they have a tapas menu there that was spectacular. I didn't work my way all the way through it, but everything was delicious. So let's shift gears a little bit from food Mm -hmm. and um, let's talk about you know, Mr. Branson and the Virgin Company have Bimini Beach. Um, what is Bimini Beach? And, and tell me about that. So Bimini is an island and it's a little chain of islands in the Bahamas. And they have a beach house at the tip of Bimini Beach. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's like 60 miles from Miami. I did not realize it was this close. The beach house is gorgeous. The rock stars have their own private beach house, of course. It was just so cool. It was one of those moments where when we got there, my friend and I are like, this is definite. This is so Richard Branson. Like his, his thumbprint is all over this. It was just gorgeous and cool. That has two large pools. One of them is a little quieter that has, um, I would say it's a swim up bar, but there's like hanging chairs there. The other end of the pool, the second pool, has a sick DJ. It was the best party. At the end of this cruise, my friend and I both said we would be perfectly happy if that cruise ship only parked at Bimini and we just hung out there for three or four days and enjoyed the ship in Bimini Beach. It was one of the coolest places I've ever been. Cannot wait to get back. They had food there and it changed a couple of times during the day. We tried as again as much as we could. It was all really good. Again, all included, of course. And you're, um, I should have mentioned this back under food, but basic bevies, your basic beverages are all included, which is your soft drinks, your juices, not your fresh fresh ones, but just regular juice, coffee, tea, um, soda, water, sparkling water, all of that is included. And it's also going to be on Bimini for you. So again, all of that's included. They've got bars there. Um, they have cabanas. They're a little bit further away from the beach, but they're closer to the bar. So 
priorities. Think about that. Um, those <laughs> look up really, really quick. So you got to jump on those. They are really gorgeous. They're they're very nice. Um, then of course they have chairs and umbrellas. Another tip I would say is like those ones closest to the water fill up really quick. So you want to disembark as early as you can um, and make a beeline and head for those. But there's tons of great places to hang out. There's other little seating nooks and crannies all over the place in the shade, out in the sun, um, hanging out at the bar, partying down where the DJ is. Like You've got no shortage of space. At the end of the night, they do, it's kind of like a bonfire, but it's in these huge metal orbs that have been like carved out with pictures. And it's within that. There's a few of them going down the beach. At the end of the night, they light them. And it's like a thank you to the beach, to the island for having us. And then you head back to the ship. It was really lovely. It's really pretty. You can go into the town of Bimini. Right now, of course, if you go, you're going to have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask on the ship because everyone is vaccinated and everyone just passed the COVID test. So it's fine. You don't have to wear a mask. But when you're on the island of Bimini outside of the Virgin Voyages Clubhouse, like when you're on the Jitney going between the ship and the beach house, you're going to need to wear your mask. If you go um, shopping out into the to the city center, you're gonna have to wear a mask there. Gotcha. So, I mean, obviously, one of the best things about cruises is you know, cruise goers can experience the excursions. Um, can you kind of give some insight on what excursions are available for people on the cruise? This is another thing that drew me to this cruise is the types of excursions they had. I felt like were cut above what I typically see on cruises. And it felt a little more off the beaten path and more authentic. So we went to Costa Maya, which is like the quiet side of the Riviera Maya, if you're familiar with Cancun and that whole area. This is the flip side. It's right at the Mexican-Belizean border. We did, (laughs) I am an art history major, and that is where my heart is. If there are ruins within like a 50 mile radius, I am going to be there. And there was this really incredible excursion that took you around a really interesting um, set of Mayan ruins. And it's only partially excavated, which is what I like. A lot of other cruise lines are going to take you to like the big hit ones that are, you know, the top of the tourist list. This one is a little further away. It's less traveled. And, you know, from my perspective, enjoying archaeology i think that it was really cool to see pyramids that were completely excavated all the way down to some that were partially and then standing in front of a hill and realizing oh my gosh it's right there they just haven't pulled the vines off of it yet it was really fascinating there was another one that i wanted to do but it was at the same time and it was a experience with it was a wellness experience with a mayan shaman i thought that sounded really cool I'll have to do that one next time. There's zip lining, there's um, canoeing in the glass bottom canoes. Uh, We also went to a lagoon and we had um, like an authentic Mexican grilled lunch out on the beach and we're able to go and swim in the lagoon. There's snorkeling, there's helicopter tours or um, yacht excursions. 
Uh, you can learn to make salsa on the beach. There was all sorts of stuff. So many. There was too many options. I, it's going to take me a while to run through all the ones that I wanted to do. It was all a lot of fun, but it was also cool because there were so many options that gave you a chance to partake in giving back to the community, supporting local vendors, um, participating in conservation. Again, just things you don't see on a typical cruise. I thought that they were a lot of fun. So last time you were on the show, you did such a nice job of reviewing the pros and cons of Disney Genie, uh, Genie Plus. And let's do that again. I mean, kind of wrapping up the show here, what are some of the pros and cons of your experience and what you might, you know, tell uh, someone who's considering going on a Virgin Voyages cruise? Okay. The two big ones that I want to talk about, it depends on you if it's a pro or a con. So first off, a lot of veteran cruisers may not like the stuff that I like. I like that there is not a mass dining hall with two traditional dining times and then we all go and rotate to the theater. I like that it's more free-flowing. Traditional cruisers may not. They also may not like that, you know, that you're using QR codes from menus instead of a paper menu. However, they've compensated for this. Anywhere you go, you can ask for a paper menu and they're going to give it to you. I loved, loved the entertainment because again, that was something about traditional cruising that didn't really pull me in. This entertainment was completely different and I was there for it. Some more traditional cruisers were not. Um, so our very first meal on board, we ate with a couple. Um, they, were, they were a little bit younger than my parents. So I think they were in their, you know, 50s. They have children who are like high school to college age. They've done traditional cruising. They thought that this one sounded fun. We met up with them at the end of the cruise right before we left. And we had seen them a few times through the cruise and been checking in with them. And I asked them before we got off, would you do this again? Because I knew that they had like, there was one show that they had gone to. And let's just be clear what this is. It's, um, it's, a, it's a humorous cabaret show, audience participation sort of, sort of thing with a sex therapist. So it's not everyone's cup of tea. They did feel uncomfortable in that and they left. Other people loved it. I didn't get to that one, so I can't make a comment on that one. But they also loved um, one of the things that we went to, and I saw them there. It was cocktails with the hostess. And so each ship has a hostess instead of like a cruise director. They have like a happenings crew. And it's the cool people that go around and run the games and the trivia and do the entertainment and the different shows. And the hostess is kind of, you know, their queen bee. She is amazing. This ship, she just went to another ship and this ship is getting a new one. In her show, you might possibly be mooned. It's possible. It's hilarious. It's done tongue in cheek. They thought that that show was great. There was a lot of sexual innuendo and humor in that. And it's all throughout the entertainment, but it's always done tongue in cheek. None of it's ever serious. So you just kind of be aware of that and know what you are and aren't comfortable with. And this is one of those moments when booking with an agent who knows what is there and what your personal style is, I might be able to steer you towards or away from certain things that might make you uncomfortable. I thought it was fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I, it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and Miranda, I guess let's let's close with this. Um, if someone wants to experience this cruise or maybe another travel experience, um, like you mentioned, you can help them out. How can people get in touch with you? Sure. You can find me. The easiest way to find me is on my social media. It's Adventures by Miranda, both on Facebook and on Instagram. You can get to my website and my email from there. But just so everybody knows, I am a fee-free agent. You don't pay a fee to work with me. I get paid through my vendors that I book with. So we'll just set up a discovery call where I get to know you, you get to know me, and I can advise you. It's very streamlined and easy. I love it. Well, Miranda, thanks again for coming on the show to talk about your experience on the you know recently available Virgin Voyages cruise. I really appreciated learning about all the fun rock star things you can do on the cruise, and it sounds like such a blast. Um, yeah, I can't wait to check it out for myself. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was fun. A big DBE thank you to Miranda for joining me this week. Make sure to check out adventuresbymiranda.com and follow Adventures by Miranda on social media. Those links are available in the show notes for today's episode. Everything DBE can be found on the show's official website, dbetravel.com. A great way to support this podcast is to rate and review wherever you listen. And if you know somebody who likes to travel, tell them about destinations beyond expectations. Well, that is all I've got for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy your day and I will talk to you soon.